Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for having the patience and waiting to join on this, our virtual global Good Friday miracle service. And um, we are believing that today you are going to receive your miracle at home. You are going to be blessed and God is going to do something so wonderful and supernatural in your life. If you believe it, why don't you say amen? And why don't you put your hands together for the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus? Hallelujah. We want to spend some time this morning, um, sorry, this moment, and call upon the Lord in prayers. If you don't mind, why don't you rise to your feet and let us spend some time praying to God. It's Good Friday, and um, Christ has done so much for us. He shed his blood on the cross for us. And remember, the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And we want to spend some time and thank God for the blood that his, um, his son shed on the cross for us. And we believe that our lives are never going to be the same again. Lift your voice right now, wherever that you are. Thank you for joining us. Let's pray right now and thank God for that powerful blood that was shed on the cross for us. Thank God for the power that is in the blood. Thank God right now. Lift your voice and um, pray. Pray right now, thanking God. Remember, the Bible says that almost all things are by the Lord, purged by the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Thank God so much that our sins have been remitted by the blood of Jesus. Thank God that the blood of Jesus has atoned for our sins. We now have the forgiveness of sins. And you and I can walk confidently and boldly into the presence of God. And we can be called children of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice. Pray right now. In the we give you thanks and praise, oh God. Thank you for yet another opportunity to remember what you did for us on that cross, on the cross of Calvary, when you died on the cross, when you were hung on the cross, when you were nailed in your palms. Oh God, we bless you. We thank you. We adore you. We appreciate you. What a great blessing it is to be alive this day, to celebrate and to remember what you did for us. We are grateful and thankful, oh God. Thank God for the saving power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the cleansing power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible says if we confess our sins, He is faithful. He is just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from every unrighteousness. And this is possible because Christ shed His blood on the cross for you and for me. Lift your voice right now. Pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. You are watching us. It's a good moment to bless God for what his son did on the cross for us. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. And Christ also loved the world that he went to the cross to die on the cross and to shed his blood for us. We are grateful. 
we are thankful we appreciate that sacrifice that was made on the cross we appreciate that blood that was shed for us lift your voice everybody lift your voice and thank god for that healing power that is in the blood that delivering power that is in the blood that saving power that is in the blood that salvation that we can obtain through the blood of jesus Lembo Sanderebo Koshanda Baba, Redebo Sandelebeba, Mantore Kosiandelebebe. All over the world, everywhere you find yourself, it's a good moment. It's our Good Friday service. And I believe that miracles, deliverance, salvation are coming our way through the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to right now appreciate Him and glorify His name and thank Him for what He has done for us. The Bible says that the Lord has done great things for us and therefore we are glad. We are glad that we are saved. We are glad that many are going to be saved. We are glad that we are called the children of God, the sons of God, through the blood that was shed for us on the cross. And we are thanking Him. We are praising Him. We are blessing Him. Lift your voice wherever that you are in your homes, um, in your living rooms, in your bedrooms, anywhere you find yourself in your car driving home. Pray right now. Thank God. Bless His holy name. Adore Him. We are thanking God for the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. That power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. Our sins have been remitted. Our sins have been atoned for. Our sins have been forgiven because of the blood. And David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit, the benefit of the blood. Give God thanks, everybody. Give God thanks, everybody, for what Jesus has done for us. We believe in this. We serve a God who is alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. But he died once. He died and he shed his blood for us. And we are grateful and we are thankful. That is why we believe in Jesus Christ. We serve a God who is alive. Just lift your hands wherever that you are in your homes feel the presence of god feel the power that is in the blood our religion is a religion of blood our sins have not been atoned for by the blood of bulls and lambs and goats but our sins have been atoned for by the blood of jesus hallelujah hallelujah what a blessing Go ahead and give him thanks. A few more seconds. Are you glad that Christ came into this world and died for you? Are you glad that you are saved today? Are you glad that God has healed you? Are you glad that God is healing you? Are you glad that God is healing you? our minds are new jesus and we are grateful for what you've done what you are doing what you are about to do in our lives we give you thanks and praise lift your hands everybody and praise god and worship god praise him and worship him praise him and worship him bless his holy name 
bless his holy name speak in tongues and let god know that you appreciate what he did for you he sacrificed his son on the cross for you and for me loma sombere baba thank god that today somebody is going to be saved thank god that today somebody is going to be healed thank god that today anybody who has covid who has coronavirus through the power that is in the blood of jesus the person shall receive his healing by watching us by being a part of this service we serve a god of covid 19. we serve a god who rules over covid 19. we serve a god who can save us and deliver us we bless you we thank you we adore you we bless your holy name romo koshandele besonda la mama rama zuzemene koshandele bebe paloli anda baba remo shandele bebe rekozia koshande bebe mantolo mosi anda la baba Raba kosayanda baba rema zoria bakoshandele bebe we bless you we thank you would you mind lifting your hands and closing your eyes and receiving that that grace that grace that was offered unto us that grace that was released unto us that grace that was released rombere dobroshe kazabrado mezorika toveliandobo moshe kazolianda baya we bless your holy name we thank you and adore you we magnify you we adore you we appreciate you lord in the mighty name of the lord jesus and everybody said amen Thank you so much for watching. This is our virtual Good Friday Miracle Service. And I believe that you've joined us because God permitted you to join us. And call everybody to join us because today you are going to receive miracles. And I keep saying you are going to receive your miracle. Anybody who is sick, let the person just stay tuned and watch what a service is going to bring to that person. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. And finally, one who pray Matthew 27 and verse 32, talking about Jesus on the journey to the cross. The Bible says, and as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, whose name is Simon by name. And him they compelled to bear his cross. What are we praying about? We are praying that anybody who God wants to help us in this, our life and in our ministry, we are praying that that person will be made available for us. If a prophet has been sent your way to help you in your ministry, in your life, in your business, in your marriage, pray that it will come to pass. Lift your hands right now, everybody. Let's pray that God will send us our Simon of Cyrene to come and help us, to come and help us, to come and help us. Lift your voice, everybody. Lift your voice and pray to God. You need help in this life. You need help in this life. 
life. Christ needed help to carry the cross. And a man called Simon of Cyrene was sent his way. Lift your voice and pray that anybody who has been destined to help you in this life will be made available in this Good Friday service. Pray everywhere you find yourself. Believe God for miracles. Believe God for healing. Believe God for his power today. You are going to enjoy something that you have never experienced before. Just pray in the Holy Ghost and receive and believe the presence of the Holy Spirit in your room and the presence of the Holy Spirit wherever that you are watching, you are listening right now. Pray to God. Let's lift our hands one more time to Jesus because he's doing it. He's hearing us. He's hearing our voices. The voice of our prayers. The voice of our thanksgiving. He's hearing us. He knows best for us. He knows best for us. He knows the end from the beginning. We lift our hands to you, O oh God, because great and mighty things are what you do. And whatever you do it is forever. Therefore, Lord, whoever you are going to save today, whoever you are going to heal today, let it be forever. 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 We thank you for all the viewers right now all the viewers right now all the viewers right now romberemo sambredemo zoria bankasa tombere kosiandaba libaradobo kosandaba all you need to do is to lift your voice to him call on him call on god call on him call on god lebadore koshandelebe mente zoria maparadianda redebo koshandelebebe lozia vira kosa padoniente lembrida zunde toza kabalianda we thank you for the cross we thank you for your blood we thank you for salvation for healing for deliverance oh god thank you for translating us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear son through his blood through his blood through his blood a few more seconds but right now lift your hands to him because something wonderful is coming your way his influences the influences of his spirit the spirit of god even right now i believe god is giving you something god is giving you something god is giving you something god is favoring you god is having mercy on you god is redeeming you we give you thanks and praise in jesus mighty name amen i hope you are having a great time at this good friday service at our virtual independence square please take your seats viewers at home you are welcome to the service and i hope you have joined in with an expectation because god is going to visit you wherever you are at this point we want to receive the saints of jesus on the cross please put your hands together as we welcome pastor frank and pastor paul to take us through the saints of jesus on the cross wow. Wow. 
Amen. The saints of Jesus on the cross. The, fa- the first saying of Jesus on the cross is taken from Matthew chapter 27, verse 46. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Amen. The second saying of Jesus on the cross is taken from Luke chapter 23, verse 34. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Amen. The third saying of Jesus on the cross is taken from Luke chapter 23, verse 43. And Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Here ends the first, second, and third sayings of Jesus on the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. While the fourth saying of Jesus on the cross is taken from John 19 and verse 26. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. The fifth saying of Jesus on the cross is also taken from John chapter 19 and verse 28. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now the sixth saying of Jesus on the cross is also taken from John chapter 19 and verse number 30. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Now shall we all rise up, including all those who are sitting at home, Rise up to our feet to receive the seventh and the final saying of Jesus on the cross, which is taken from Luke chapter 23 and verse number 46. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. This ends all the seven sayings of Jesus on the cross. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray and thank God for what Jesus has done for us. Everywhere in your house, in your houses, everywhere, give him thanks for what he has done for us. Give him thanks for what he has done for us. Kamalombre, Kalamande, Beledomo, Shadana, Berenilo, Marandaliba. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated if you have a seat. If you have a seat, you may be seated. Amen. Right now, I want... um, to receive an offering, share with you something. Hallelujah. Amen. But there's no need to give an offering at this moment. Just listen to what I'm going to share because we are going to pray a little before we do that. Amen. 
now Genesis chapter 47. And we are going to pray. God bless all of you who are watching everywhere. I know there are many groups, different streams, live streams everywhere. Television, multi-TV, radio, everything. I want you to listen carefully. Genesis 47. And um, we're going to pray a bit and then we're going to receive our offering after that. So just listen. In Genesis 47, verse 15, the Bible says, And when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread. Why should we die in thy presence? For the money faileth. All right? (laughs) So, money failed. Money failed. Now, we are in a situation today where money is failing. Yes. Money has failed. And money is failing. Wealth is failing to help. The problem that we are having in the world that is called a pandemic. And money is failing. And money, jobs are finishing. Yes. You know, if you have a taxi, right, you don't have passengers. You don't have anybody to take. If you have a bus, there's nobody to pick. Your business is not going to work. If you have a shop, nobody's coming to buy. If you have a clothing shop, nobody's buying clothes now. If there's a huge construction project near where I am right now. I'm sure you can see me at the Independence Square. <laughs> Practically. Yes. And uh, you can see the sea behind me and the Great Ark, the, the Blue Atlantic. And uh, if, you, if you have this construction and you are a mason or a carpenter or whatever, I don't know what you are. It's not working. If you are renting a house and you don't have money to pay your rent, pay your lights, electricity, many things are failing. And you see, the things in the Bible look unbelievable. But what we are seeing today, practically, is a revelation of the fact that everything in the Bible is true. You know, when the Bible says one third of all the trees were bent up and the green grass was bent and the sea, every animal in the sea died, every, all the creatures died, one third of men died and so on and so forth. I mean, these are things that are real. And if you look at the pandemic, you know, if today New York has more cases than 
any country in the world. The, any country put together, just New York alone. And if it is to come to Africa in the way it has come in Europe and America, I mean, medically speaking and practically speaking, there is no way that it's going to work out well. Don't be deceived by the so-called governmental interventions. <laughs> As a medical doctor, you know when things, are, things don't make medical sense. And you can tell. So, it is important that we all recognize that there are forces and powers greater than any man to the point where money can fail. So I believe that the hand of God and the power of God is what can help us now. And if the grace of God and the power of God intervenes, I believe that there is hope. But if not, you know, because what I'm talking, I'm talking as a doctor, the spread of the illness is not something they can claim to be controlling. Because once we didn't close our borders at the time we should have closed the borders, which is where the cases were coming from, it meant they did not want to stop it. They did not want to prevent it. And once we did not close the borders to Accra, it means we did not want to. And on and on and on. So it spread everywhere. And they say in England, 80% of the whole country is going to get it. Yeah, before, you know, it's, and, but most people will not manifest. This is, in America, they don't test. They don't go around testing people. <laughs> Nobody does that. Because you are rather spreading the thing. Oh. Yeah, because the person who is coming to test you has maybe tested someone and touched something and whatever, and they're just sharing it around. Let's be serious <laughs> medically. I'm talking of, I'm talking of sci science we studied in school for seven years. So, ladies and gentlemen, the power of God is what you and I need to believe in. And we also need to see that the great things that human beings do can fail, including money, jobs, the economy. is going so bad, not necessarily in Ghana, but everywhere, that we don't even know what, what, whether they can get out of it. So, we just have to go into the Bible. Almost anything you've ever seen before, there's one in the Bible. It's happened before. And all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, give us bread. So when everybody is going down, you will have bread. Amen. You don't believe. believe. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy you are going to experience. What else will you do than to believe in God at this time? Hmm? What else would you do than to believe in God? Yes. Trust in the Lord. Now, Joseph said, give your cattle and I will give you for your cattle if money fails. So he, Joseph asked them, what do you have? He said, we have some cows. So bring them. <laughs> you know, the wisdom that God gave to Joseph was so phenomenal. It was 
God-given wisdom. You know, when Joseph told Pharaoh, appoint somebody who is wise and discreet and who can do this job to save Egypt. And Pharaoh looked and said, ah, there is no one as wise and as discreet as you. (laughs) Yes, even though you are not in my party, he chose him. He was from the prison party. (laughs) PP. And he said, ah, you, you, you are wise. And it was his appointment of Joseph that saved Egypt. So Joseph said, you have cows, bring them. I'll give you food. So when everyone doesn't have food, I prophesy you will have food. Amen. When everyone doesn't have a job, you will have a job. Amen. When everyone's money is finished, your money will be intact. Amen. And they brought their cattle unto Joseph. And Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses and for the flocks and for the cattle of the heads and for the asses. He said, anything you have, you bring. I'll not give you free bread. (laughs) When I was storing the bread for the last seven years, where were you? It's not free. Bring all the things in your house. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. That's wisdom. And God is giving you wisdom today. Your wisdom will deliver you. But the Bible says, what wisdom is this that is given to him? Verse 18. Now, when the year ended, when that year was ended, eh? (laughs) they came to him in the second year. And said, we will not hide it from my Lord. We won't hide the fact how that our money is spent. And my Lord also has our heads of cattle. And there is not aught left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies. What we have left are our bodies and our lands. So we won't hide it from you. <laughs> we will speak the truth. Are you there? But God had given Joseph great wisdom. Yes. Wisdom is the principal thing. With all you're getting, get God's wisdom and God's mind on anything. And when you hear God's wisdom and God's mind being propagated and shared with you, be humble. To receive God's wisdom and God's word. Don't don't reject the wisdom of God. Because what is the wisdom? First, he had a dream. And he explained to Pharaoh the meaning of a dream. But he said, we will not hide it. We don't have anything left. All right? Now, verse 19. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread. Now now they were selling themselves. You see, the wisdom of God had made Joseph make Pharaoh so wise that everybody in the country came to sell themselves. He said, buy us and our land for bread. And I'm about to take an offering. I want you to listen because we are going to pray. Because if you don't have the wisdom of God, you are not going to survive the economic onslaught and holocaust that is coming. 
buy us and our land for bread. And we and our land will be servants to Pharaoh. And then just give us seed that we may live and not die. That the land be not desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For the Egyptians sold every man his land because the famine prevailed over them. And so the land became Pharaoh's. So through the wisdom of this man who was in the prison party. Eh? Pee-pee. Through this apparent nobody. Right? Pharaoh became the legal owner of everything in Egypt. Are you there? Verse 21. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt even to the other end thereof. He moved them away so that don't say this is your land. Next time, don't say that. So he transferred everybody around. Are you there? Only the land of the priests bought he not. For the priests had a portion assigned to them of Pharaoh and did eat their portion which Pharaoh gave and they sold not their lands. Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day and your land for Pharaoh's. Lo, here is a seed, and you shall sow in the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase that you shall give a fifth part unto Pharaoh. And four parts shall be your own for seed of the land, for your food, and for your household, and for your little ones. And they said, You have saved us. <laughs> Let us find grace in thy sight, O, o my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt unto this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth part except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. So here you can see that the priests were really respected and were treated specially. Wisdom. (laughs) Hallelujah. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt and in the country of Goshen. And they had possessions therein and grew and multiplied exceedingly. So ladies and gentlemen, we can see here that as everything is failing, God can exempt you and cause you to escape. So I want us to pray, all of us worldwide, that as money fails and the things that men trust in, and have built and developed for themselves so dearly. And that can fail and are failing practically. You get what I'm saying? Yes. That God's wisdom and grace will keep us as a church, as a family. You'll be exempted from every curse and every work of the devil. So I want everyone in every house in every home, watching in groups, wherever you are, stand up with me right now and let us pray for a moment that as money fails and everything fails that men trust in. Medical, listen, do you know that even medical knowledge is failing? Yes. That is why they don't have a cure. Now, you know these ventilators that they are talking about? You see, what we don't realize is that, you know, when you put on a ventilator, what they don't realize is that many people 
when they put on the ventilators, don't come off the ventilators. Yes. Many of them just, they just continue and they just die once they go onto the ventilator. Because it's like you have to decide whether you're going to keep on breathing for the person. And so many of them are not waking up on the ventilator. So they are even deciding in some places not to put them on the ventilator, like force and breathe. So, you know, you, you talk about things like hydroxychloroquine and so on. It's like, why not try it? Because in one study, for instance, 80, 80 patients, 78 recovered on this chloroquine. So why not? So brothers and sisters, even the knowledge has, so they have no time to test. They have no knowledge. It is when the thing is passed and gone. Then they will say, we've got a vaccine. But remember, they've not made a vaccine for Ebola. Yes. Yes. So brothers and sisters, look, all these things are failing. Let's throw ourselves as a large family all over the world. Throw yourself to the Lord for these few minutes. Say, Lord, we are throwing ourselves to you Jesus. for your great wisdom to guide us. Kambola mama. Mandomo talamandere makabala maralaba. Mando baradalima. Shende maramandere. Mambali doreke beleba. Mandele mokabalare. Mendom bendenzin jende mamandala. Hayam mandalo bare mandolo borobole belere bere. Bebe mambalo daramandere. Teregebesh. Teregebelesh. Chandele mereba. Lift up your holy hands wherever you are. Today is Good Friday. Whatever is failing, the grace of God, the power of God is going to keep you, your family, your loved ones, your little ones, your big ones.
Holy hands, when money fails, when medicine fails, when investments fail, when science fails, when knowledge fails, when economics fails, Psalm 115, verse 1. Psalm 115. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory. Give glory. For thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Wherefore should the heathen say, where is now their God? No one is going to be able to ask, where is your God? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No one is going to be able to say, ah, now you, where is your God? Your money is finished. Your life is finished. Your medicine is finished. No. Wherefore should the heathen say, where is now their God? We would rather be saying, where is now your money? <laughs> where are now the things you have trusted in? Yeah. But no one will be able to say in your life until you die, Jesus you'll be name. able to say, yes. where is your God? Lift your hand and thank God oh, right now. Mandele 
But our God is in the heavens and he has done whatsoever he pleased. Lift your hand and thank God that he has done whatsoever he has pleased. God has allowed whatever he has allowed. He has done whatsoever he has done. Our God is in the heavens. Our God has not left us. Our God has not abandoned us. He has done whatsoever he pleased. Hallelujah. Psalm 79 and verse 10, it says, Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? No one is going to be able to say. But you, the God you go, you say you pray. You say you are, you are believing in God. Where is he? Let him be known among the heathen in our sight by revenging of the blood of thy servants which is shed. God is a God of vengeance. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before thee according to the greatness of thy power. Preserve thou those that are appointed to die. Yes. You see, we are praying. Any appointment to die. Lord, why should people say among the hidden, where is their God? Preserve those who are appointed to die. So as we pray now in these few moments, remember we are at the Independence Square and we are experienced. You can see right behind me. Yes, and uh, we are really having a great time. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And we are saying that, Lord, anyone appointed to die, hey, why should they say among the heathen, where is your God? Let them be preserved by the power of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. And render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom their reproach wherewith they have reproached thee, O Lord. Any insults given to the church and given to God's servants, the Lord should return it sevenfold upon them. Lift your hand and pray for preservation. Preservation. When all is failing, preservation. You are not failing. Yes. Kamata bano rambanda la bere. Mandole makara rambanda li bodele ma. Helo ro bodele be. Belembene ne mendere belembene belembene. Horoma le bere bere. Eburolo bodele bere. Eburona le mandele bere. Resolve, Desme, Resolve, Desme, Rimba, 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 R
Lift your hand to the Lord everywhere. Save your family, Lord, your children all over the world watching. Hallelujah. What a blessing. What a blessing. I hope you are enjoying these wonderful scriptures. Psalm 33, verse 18. It says. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Amen. Are you glad that the eye, God is watching you? Yes. And upon them that hope in his mercy. One day I was watching a film. There was a man who was going to be hanged. He had made a contract with someone. He said, I will give myself to the police. They will hang me. When they are about to hang me, you shoot the, the rope. Okay? And then I will escape. So the money that you got by handing me to the police we shared 50-50. So that was the contract that he had. Yeah, so he, he, they were doing it. It was working. $1,000, they shared 500-500. So they were both getting rich. So the guy would say, oh, this man is wanted. So when he take him, he collects the reward. You know, so one day, he was sitting on the, or they were about to hang him. And then somebody was standing and said, oh, I feel so sorry for this man. And they were reading all the things he has done. They were about to hang. Then the person told him that, don't worry, he has a guardian angel. There's somebody who's looking, watching for him. I said, eh, where? Then the man was waiting, to ready to shoot the rope. So you see, that's what it means when the Bible says, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear. Like, somebody's watching out for you. Somebody's watching closely that nothing should go too far right or too far left. Are you, are you understanding and believing? And God is watching over your life, your bank, your situation, whatever seems to be happening. Not too far right, not too far left. Even if you want to bring a problem, it mustn't go too far. <laughs> In Jesus' name, verse 19, to deliver his soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. So you see, God is keeping you alive in fam. You are exempted from hunger, from poverty, from losing your job, from whatever crisis there is in the world. God is keeping you alive in famine because you fear him. Everyone lift your hand and ask God, Lord, preserve me because I fear you. In this time of famine, this time of famine. let me know your goodness, Jesus. your rescuing power. In the name of Jesus Christ. Talo 
to keep their soul from death God keep our souls from death keep us alive in famine Lord keep us surviving in famine Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Christ the Savior of the Lord yes Lord hallelujah hallelujah now I want to believe God that as we focus on his will yes God is going to bless all of us amen 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 the Bible talks about the simplicity that is found in devotion to Christ. It's very simple. If you are too complicated, you are not good for the church. Wow. It's simple. And Jesus has given us one thing to do. No matter what's happening, he says, I will build my church. Yes. Amen. Amen. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Absolutely. I don't need your pros and cons. Mm -hmm. I don't need your ideas. I don't need any new things. We just have to follow Jesus. And as we do that, I believe God is blessing and providing Amen. every way. Amen. Now, I want to read this scripture as we get ready to end this short prayer time. Psalm 102, verse 13. All right? I hope you enjoy Psalms because yeah. Jesus used to quote from the Psalms all the time. You know? If you were a Christian for the first 200 oh. years after Christ came, you wouldn't have New Testament. There was nothing like a New Testament. Only Psalms, Exodus, Job. These are the books you'll be reading. <laughs> so you must, you must learn how to enjoy these ones. It says, Thou shalt arise and have mercy on Zion. Are you Zion? Yes. Israelites are called Zionists. They were called Zionists. Israelis. We are the spiritual Jews. So you are a Zionist. Yeah. Do you want God to get up and just show mercy to Zion? Ah, I like this person. I'll, I'll forgive this person. Hey! What a kindness that God is showing. Thou shalt arise and just show mercy. Thou shalt arise and just show mercy. Hey! It's too fantastic. Wherever you are in your room, your room, huh? God is waking up from his chair to forgive you. And he's trying to show you kindness and mercy. Wow! Especially forgiveness. I shall arise and have mercy on Zion. Wow. Why? For the time to favor her 
Yeah, the set time has come. So if you are a girl in the church, you can just take it personal because the word is hair. You shall favor hair. <laughs> it's working for the sisters. So brothers, just become him or her. <laughs> and time to favor her. What is favor? Favor is to choose you. So first of all, they're forgiving you. Just God will just wake up and say, I'll forgive. Hey! Then he wakes up and says, I'll choose you again. The set time has come. Wow. Why? 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 What is provoking God? How many want to want to find out what provokes God to just get? He was sitting calmly on his throne, then he's got up to just forgive you. Huh. Do you want to know what, what was provoking him? He said, Because hmm, thy servants take pleasure in her stones. You see, the stones of the house of God. And, and, the, and they favor or they choose the dust. They choose the dust of the church. <laughs> you know, when people take pleasure in building the church, in the stones of the church, eh, we are the living stones. and They are physical stones. Whenever people rise up and take pleasure, it provokes God to do those two things. It says, thou shalt arise and show mercy. That's why sometimes you see very bad people prospering. Because sometimes very bad people can find secrets that touch God's heart. And he exempts them. Yes. Amazing. And sometimes the goody-goodies are not able to tap into some of those special secrets. You are one of those who will tap into the secrets. It says, for thy servants take pleasure, amen, Amen. in her stones. I've always taken pleasure in the stones of the church. I pray. This morning we were here praying for 2,000 church buildings. Yes. 25,000 churches and 2 million members. We're praying for it practically. Yes. The stones. We're, we're, it's what makes me happy. When I see the building, the church, I say, wow. So, I mean, if, if God decides to forgive you, he just says, I'll, I'll forgive you. And then I favor you. Favor her. It's an amazing something. And this is the great secret. You know, when David decided to build the church, you know, when he sent the prophet to him and said, you, you, I can't let you build. You are too bad. I mean, like, not that you are bad, but like you are too bloody. So, but you've done well. That you, it came to you. He said, thou didst well that it was in thine heart to build my church. It was a very good thing for that one alone. I will not let you build because I know why. But the fact that it was in your heart to build my church. But the Lord said to David, for as much as it was in thine heart, 2 Chronicles 6 verse 8, to build a house for me, thou did well that it was in thine heart. So all over the world, wherever you are, you do well when you favor the stones. And you do well when it's just in your heart. 
even to build, whether you even get a chance to build or not, that it has entered your heart. So I want us to now pray that everyone watching, all of us as a family, oh, never forget, oh, never put it aside, never make it second or third. In everything, keep it on our heart. The main thing is the main thing. The church is not a political party. The church is not a social organization. The church is not an NGO. The church is not a school. The church is not a hospital. The church is not an electricity corporation. The church is the church. And the church is God's agent here, following instructions from him. Jesus said, I will build my church. For as much as it is in your heart to build. And I know since individuals started building churches personally, I know about 40 people have built their own churches. They have built it with dedicated, beautiful. And some have started building cathedrals. I know that hundreds of my people all over the world are going to build church personas. I have built this one. This is my church. I built it. And God is going to arise. Look at Psalm 102. I showed you Psalm 102, verse 13. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon thou. If you think you don't, you don't need mercy, eh? you are new in the church and in the world. Maybe you are very young. But as time goes on, you will soon find out that you need what? Mercy. And the time to favor her, God is going to choose you nicely. And I tell you, whether in the army, whether politics, whether any place, it gets to a place where you are just chosen, not that you qualify. It's not about qualification, but you are chosen. Lift your hands now and begin to pray. This is the last prayer that we are doing. We are building the church. The Lord will place that on our hearts, the secret of building the church of God. That beautiful secret. The secret of focusing on the stones of Zion. The stones to take pleasure in her dust. Every hand lifted up in Kenya, in Uganda, in Ghana, in Nigeria, in England, in Switzerland, in Germany, in Spain, in Portugal, in America, in Canada, in Australia, wherever you are. In the islands, in South Africa, in Angola, in Mozambique, Makado, Malandarima, in every language, the holy hands must be up before the God of heaven, the God Jehovah. 
Holy hands, everyone. Holy hands. Father, we thank you for the privilege you've given us today to serve you in this special, amazing way. Thank you. We dedicate ourselves to your heart, to your purpose, to build your church and to serve you according to your scripture, the simplicity of your word. Yes, Lord. You said you will build your church and the gates of hell my God, my God. will not prevail against you. We give you thanks you give in thanks. Jesus' name. In Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Amen. We have come to a very important part of the service. It's time for the word of God. Amen. And I believe this evening God has a word for you. So wherever you are in the world, if you are sitting down, it's time to focus because God has a word for you. And in these times, we can see that nothing is able to save us. Our monies are not saving us. Nothing is saving us. But I'm glad that the Bible is sure. The Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord delivered Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was preserved. So as a church, we are so glad that there's something that can keep us. And there's something that can preserve us. And this evening, I believe God has given our prophets a word for you. Oh, you didn't hear me at home. I said, God has given our prophets a word for you. The word he's about to speak has spirit and it has life. And if you're excited wherever you are in the UK, Australia, wherever you are, rise to your feet as you welcome the prophet, Bishop John when you put your trust in God, nothing is impossible. When you trust in His love, what you've always found to me is there
God bless you. Father, thank you for this great, good Friday miracle service. Once again, we are gathered together. We are excited, Lord Jesus, that you bring us here. Speak to us your beautiful word today. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This Good Friday, my text is from a special message for you today. And I greet you all wherever you are watching from. In the pandemic, this is the pandemic, and we are watching live. And I want to share with you a not so long but important message from John 3.16. And my message is entitled, Don't Perish. John 3.15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 15 is eternal life. 16 is everlasting. So eternal everlasting life is what God wants to give to you and to me. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 13 and verse 20 says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Verse 21, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Verse 20 says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So the blood of Jesus brought Jesus from the dead. Okay? Now today I, I feel very touched in my heart to try to explain to you why Jesus died for us. Today is Good Friday. He died on the cross for us. And I feel moved in my heart to try with all all my strength to explain to you in these few minutes we have together. And I want you to listen very carefully. Why Jesus Christ came to die for us. All right. Now, the Bible says that God really loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish. Now, the word perish is to destroy fully. It means to destroy you fully. All right. And... Um, to, to entirely put you out of the way. Okay. So God knew and knows that we have no chance of doing well. I mean, if you look at yourself, 
you don't have to live for just a few days and you've sinned already. Even the most pious people, even those who wear glasses, you'll be surprised at what they can do if you give them a chance. All right? It's amazing. So, God really, 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 really loved the world. Like the, the word really, when someone says, I really, really love you, is the word so loved. Wow. Yeah, so loved. It's I really, really, really love you. Yeah, it's so loved. Do you see? The world that he gave his only son, <laughs> which is quite something, you know, is not one of his sons, but his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, perish, this is the, the topic. Like, and now, why perish? What is it about perishing? Now, perish is to be totally put out of the way. And that is to go into hell. So, hell is um, a mystical place that many people um, don't realize that there are a number of hells Yes, there are a number of hells. There's not just one hell. There's a number of hells, different hells. Yeah. And so to perish is to be sent into one of these places. All right? Now, basically, if you look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, the Bible says, wherefore God has also highly exalted Jesus and given him a name. All right? And what is this name? That is above every name. Amen. Amen. Verse 10. That at the name of Jesus, wow. every knee should bow of things in heaven and of things in the earth and things under the earth. Now, interesting, when you have um, a, a Bible which has the, the notes there, you will see that the word things in heaven, and I can understand the translators, it's not the word things. It's not the word things, like things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. It's not. The word things is the word those. Those in heaven, those in earth, and those under the earth. Yes. There is a whole group of people under the earth. If you have a Bible, you can look on the word Right there, you see that the word things in heaven, things in the earth, is if you just tap on it, if you have a, a Bible like that, you see that it says those in heaven, 
those in the earth and those under the earth. There's a whole fellowship under the earth. <laughs> There's a community. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, he that ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. So Jesus, when he died, descended into the earth, the lower parts of the earth. I didn't write the Bible, by the way. And verse 10, and he said, he that descended into the earth, the center of the earth, which in all our space travel and all the places we've been, we've not been able to go into the earth, by the way. You know, to go to the center of the earth and to go to the stars, these are the two impossible things for human beings. We've not been able to go deep down and we've not been able to go to the stars because the stars will take you like 60 million years to get there. You'll be, I've given birth several times. Your great, 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 great grandchildren will be the ones alive in the plane if the plane is still flying. So verse 10 says that he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. In other words, Jesus is dominating from down to up. He's dominating. He's dominating down. He's dominating up. He's, went, he's been everywhere. So you dominate a place where you go there and you come. Yes. So you can't say you don't know him in, in, in down there. They know him there. He's been there. All right? Now, Revelation chapter 5, and let's look at verse 2. Or verse 1. It says, And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? Verse 3. No man in heaven, there's nobody in heaven, and no man in earth, and no man under the earth, do you see, was able to open the book. So they looked in these three worlds to find if there was somebody. And there are people on earth, and there are people in heaven, and there are people under the earth. All through the Bible, you'll find the word of God teaching us that there are people under the earth. Okay. Wow. Yes. Large numbers, millions of people. Those under the earth. Are you there? Yeah. And then in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 13, verse, the Bible says, and every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth, every creature. So there are even creatures under the earth. You wouldn't want to go there. No, 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 no. And such as are in the sea and all that are in them. So there's in the sea. Creatures. Yes, communities. <laughs> and all that are in them. I heard them saying blessing and glory and honor to the Lamb that sitteth. Amen. Amen. And, and Moses warned his followers. In Exodus chapter 20. Not to make images of things under the earth. 
So in Exodus 20 verse 4, he said, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath. Beneath. Or that is in the water under the earth. So there is water under the earth. <laughs> and there are people there. Yes. Are you watching? Yes. yes. So, Korah, one rebellious leader, was one of the people who went straight under the earth in an way, unusual way, bodily. In number 16, Moses said in verse 30, because there was a big rebellion against the leader, against Moses. And he said, if the Lord make a new thing and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them and they go down quick into the pit, then you shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Yes. And then if you read on, you see that all these things happen. So, the Lord Jesus, God so loved the world that he gave his son to save us from these places. Amen. Amen. And how did, how, was Jesus, how did he save? He says, Jesus Christ, in Hebrews 13, the scripture I read at the beginning, the great shepherd brought again from the dead. He brought Jesus from the dead. He brought Jesus out of that place through the blood. So the blood that has been shed for us, through that blood, we are brought from that place. So everyone watching, you are saved from down there. All right? By the blood of the everlasting covenant. And so today we celebrate that blood, which we are just about to have communion in a few minutes. And that everlasting blood saves us from down there. Now, there's more than one hell. So let's quickly look through the different hells that you could go to if it was not for the blood of Jesus. The first one is Sheol. Sheol in the Hebrew and in the Greek they call it Hades. Sheol or Hades. So Sheol, the Hebrews, they use the word Sheol, and the Greek, they use the word Hades or hell. All right? Now, you see in Matthew 11, verse 23, it says, Thou Capernaum, which are exalted unto heaven, like the big cities, proud cities, shall be brought down to hell. So whole cities go into Sheol. Now, Sheol means the place of the dead. Okay. It, it, it may be a general name for down there, disappearing, the whole disappearance. But it's like a whole city can go, can go there. So you can imagine the population and the size of this place. It says, shall be brought down to hell. That's Hades. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you because of the Greek words. 
Right? If the mighty works had been done and they had been done in Sodom, they would have remained until this day. All right? Now, Hades or Sheol is the source of many evil spirits. In Matthew 16 and 18, he said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, the gates of hell, shall not prevail. So there are gates to this place. It has gates. I, I know two people who went down to Hades, and both of them described gates. Okay. Kenneth Hagin is one of them. And he was like, it's a big gate. And there used to be a, 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 a tract called 48 Hours in Hell. It had that story. And they, they describe a gate. And so, so there are gates of, in this hell, this Hades. And it's from there that there's opposition to the building of the church. Yes, it's from there. So a lot of the powers come from this place to fight the church. So all churches are opposed directly from there. Yeah, where cities, people have descended into. It's also a place where... Um, the rich man, the famous rich man, went to. He says, and in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments. If you are watching, and you are a rich man, or a poor man, or any kind of a man, remember, there's at least one person we know who went there. And he's confirmed to be there. Jesus said it. He lifted up his eyes, being in torment. So it's a place of torments. It's a place where you have eyes, you have memory. He said, remember that thou in thy lifetime, you have your memory, you, have, you, you are recognized. You, you recognize people in Sheol or in Hades. You see people, you know them. You know that. But I know you, but you are, the last time I saw you were, yes, you have people you talk to. Yes. It's a place where you can speak. The rich man cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. So it's a place where you can talk. Yes, you'll be able to continue talking in conversations. A place of memory. You remember? Well, we, were in, we were in Ghana. We were in, we were in England. We were watching live. We were making fun of the man. We were tweeting when he was preaching. We were tweeting. We were making fun of him. The devil has deceived the whole world and the greatest Shock for the world is for them to find out that it's real. Yes, it's real. And you can know that it's real because the other things that the Bible says are true, are happening practically. So this one that we haven't seen must be also true. Yeah. Then it's a destination of souls. You'll find this in Acts 2, 27. Bible says, because thou will not leave my soul in hell. So Jesus went to this Hades place. Okay, he went there. And now neither will thy, thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. All right? So God so loved us that he, he wanted to save us from going to this place. 
in Psalm 16, verse 9, he says, Thou will not leave my soul in hell. So that's what we know because the word in the Psalms is Sheol, and the word in Acts is Hades. So we know that Sheol and Hades are the same thing. So they are not different hells. I'm going to tell you at least five hells. I know six hells. Yes, I know about six hells. <laughs> yes. Are you with me? Yes. That's why I'm saying don't perish. Yes. Now, in Revelations 20, verse 13, it says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell, that's Hades, delivered up the dead which were in them. All right? And uh, in Revelations 1, verse 18, Jesus said, I am he that liveth, and I have the keys of hell and of death. So it's a place that has keys. It's a place where they lock, and it's locked, with like they lock it up. All right. Now, the next hell is paradise. You see, Jesus descended. Now, the word paradise is means it's a pack. It's a pack. A preserve on enclosed garden. All right? Yes. So, you see in Luke 23, verse 43, one of the last words of Jesus. And Jesus said to him, Verily I say to thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. So, uh, Jesus descended. He didn't ascend. He descended. So when he descended, he descended into hell. But there, there seemed to be a pack in hell that he went to. Are you with me? Yes, because he descended. He didn't ascend. He ascended on the third day. Yes. He said, today you'll be with me in paradise. So, and you know that Jesus also went to preach to saints that were down there. And he led captivity captive, people that were captured. So it seems that there is a compartment there that is called paradise. And so there's also a paradise up there. Do you understand? So that's why Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12, 3, he says, I knew a man, whether in the body or out of the body, how he was caught up into paradise. So he was caught up into paradise and Jesus went down to a paradise. Because if you understand the meaning of the word paradise, it's an enclosed garden. Park. So it seems that there are parks in hell. Okay. Hey! Are you there? Hey. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Amen. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat the tree of the life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So you see that here he qualifies a paradise of God. Not the paradise of hell or Hades. The third hell is what we call the pit. Now in the Greek, it's the word abusos or abyss. All right? And there you have different uh, demons. It's It's a place where demons go to. And demons are. 
and they really don't want to go. Luke 8, verse 30. And Jesus answered him and said, What is thy name? And he said, Legion. Because many devils were entered into them. And they besought him that he would not command them to go into the abyss or abusos. It seemed to be another place that the devils go to. All right? And in Romans 10, 7, it says, Who shall descend into that abusos? That is to bring up Christ from the dead. Now, in Revelation chapter 9, we see what is in the pit. How many want to know what is in the pit? Hey! Now, this one, we have to go deep. Yes, you have to go deep to know what is. I'm telling you why Jesus died for us. <laughs> Do you want to go and discover these places yourself? <laughs> if you don't want to discover this, way, wave your, your hand in your house or wherever you are. I don't want to know. I don't want to find out. I don't want to never. I just want to hear what you are saying and then I close my Bible. That's all. Revelations chapter 9. And I saw the fifth angel sounded and a star fell from heaven. And to him was given the key to the bottomless pit, the abyss. Abusos. So there is another place which is the abusos. Hell. It's a, it's a type of hell. And this is a very deep bottomless pit. Now it is the source of another type of devils. He opened the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit. And the sun was darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them was given great power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded that they should not hurt the grass or any green thing or any tree. But only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads receive the seal of God. And to them, it was given that they should not kill them, but they should be tormented day and night for how long? Five months. Now, notice. In those days, oops, in those days, men shall seek death. If they ever open the keys of a bottomless pit, you'll find out uh, something amazing. Now, the shapes of the what they call locusts, you immediately get confused. It said that they have the faces of men and the teeth of lions and long hair like a woman and they have a body of a horse. So it's like a man horse with long hair and teeth. Uh, you read it, it's not, a, it's not a locust of this flying, what do you call it? He said the shape of the locusts were like horses prepared on their heads were crowns of gold and their faces were like the face of men. So there's very wild creatures and they had the hair of women, their teeth were like the teeth of lion. So these are the wild creatures in the pit. So this is yet another place that is a wild place that contains these things which are going to be released to the earth when the angel with the key opens them. And it seems that there, there are demons, because we know there are demons in different sectors. Just like the earth, there is, there is Africa. There is Europe. It's so different. There is New York. 
there's South America, there's Australia. So under the earth, there's Abyss, Abusos, there's Paradise, there's Hades, there's different things. Now, the fourth hell, are you still around or you are leaving? It's Tartarus. Tartarus. Yes. Tartarus. And this Tartarus is a place where fallen angels are kept. Yes. It's different from the abyss. It's different from the paradise. It's different from Sheol. Now, in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4, it says, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and that word is Tartarus. It's not uh, Hades. He cast them down to Tartarus and delivered them to chains of darkness. So where, where the fallen angels that came to have sex with human beings and have created monsters and funny creatures among them. I mean, some people are some way because of this mixture. You know, sometimes it's this interaction that has caused people to be a certain way. And the seed is gone on and on and they realize that we are some way. Are you with me? Yeah. And you see that these angels were put into Tartarus, which is different from Abusos, the abyss. Yes. You wouldn't want to go to any of these places. <laughs> Are you there? Yes. So if God cast them down to hell and delivered them to chains of darkness and spared not the, whole, the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, bringing the flood on the earth. In Jude verse 6, Jude Chapter 1, verse 6. It says, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day, which is the Tartarus again. So how many hells do you have? So you see that we are going, because if somebody said, I'm taking you to earth, you thought that the whole of earth was Ghana. No! There is New York, there is America, there is Australia, there is the sea, there are gardens, there are parks. Yes. <laughs> there is Collegono. There are many, many sectors. Yeah. And there are different types of creatures from different origins and different things that they've done, including human beings who didn't believe in God and didn't believe in, in, in God. They, they are also gone there. It's really some way. Are you ready for the fifth? How many hells do you have? You have the first one is what? Hades and Sheol. Yes. The second one is which one? Paradise, which is a garden. There's paradise of God and there's a paradise below. Jesus descended. It means a garden, an enclosed place. So Jesus didn't just go when he descended into hell. He didn't just go to where the abyss or whatever. No, no, no. Hey, it would have been bad. He hadn't done anything wrong. You understand what I'm saying? But he went there so that he might fill all things. And you can't say that I've not been there before. Yes. And then the third one is what? The abyss, abusos, or the pit, or the demons that were telling you, please don't send us there because of these creatures in Revelation 9. Yes. The ones with the long hair and the teeth like a lion and the body of a horse. You know, like they come like that. 
You'll be scared. I mean, you'll be scared. You'll be scared. You'll be scared. And with that lion teeth, it may be biting. Yes. God forbid. You will never go there in Jesus' name. And then the Tartarus, which is the fallen angels, which came to invade human beings. The next hell is Gehenna. Gehenna. Now, Gehenna is a yet another hell. All right? And it was originally named after a valley where there were dead animals, filth. So you have in Gehenna, you get a picture. It's rotten animals, rubbish dump with fires at different sectors. Smelly. So there's another sector of hell called Gehenna. And when there was a time that Jesus was talking about hell, he never used the word Hades. He only spoke of Gehenna. Yeah, he kept on saying Gehenna, 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 Gehenna. And it was like a rubbish dump. You can imagine. Can you imagine some of our big, I don't know where you know some of the big rubbish. <laughs> With fires and dead animals, rotting things, and fire here, smelling here, all over. That's yet another type of hell called Gehenna. And Jesus said, whosoever, Matthew 5, verse 22. When he was talking about the way the rich man, when he spoke about Hades. But when he said... Whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say raka shall be in danger of the council. And whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hellfire. That's Gehenna. Yes. <laughs> Are you listening to me? <laughs> this is why God, God sent his son to die for us. Clap for Jesus. He really tried to save us. Pa. And he says, if thy right hand offend thee, pluck it out. Cast it away. It is profitable for thee that none of thy members should perish and that thy whole body should not be cast into Gehenna. Yes. Yeah. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off. It is profitable that none of your perish. Remember that thy whole body should not be cast into Gehenna. Amen. Are you there? Yes. So Jesus kept on telling us many things. Fear not them which kill the body, but rather those that can kill both soul and body in Gehenna. Oh. So he kept on using the word Gehenna. In Matthew 23, verse 33, he spoke about hypocrites. He says, you serpents, you generation of vipers, how can you escape the damnation of Gehenna? So Gehenna seems to be another place. It looks like religious people go to Gehenna. <laughs> because all the things Jesus was saying, they were about religious people. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you compass sea and land to make one convert, and he's made twofold more the child of Gehenna than yourselves. Yes. You know, pretense and fakeness, you know, is something very some way. To God. So we got to watch out. And uh, if you don't take care, you will go straight into hell. Are you there? Yes. So it's amazing. So Gehenna is the fifth hell. Now the last hell, all right, is the lake of fire. You must have heard of the lake of fire. Is it, you see, there are lakes, there's a, there's a garden, there's a lake, there's a pit. There's a rubbish dump. You get what I'm saying? These are all hells 
in the Bible. There are places that are described under. So that's why I said that. And every knee shall bow of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth. But the King James says, things in heaven, things on earth. Things. So you get, a, you get like something, uh, um, uh, what is the word? Yes, he's describing, you know, something like poetic or metaphorical, you see. But he's saying that those people who are under the earth, yes, some are in the paradise, some are in the lake section, some are in the pit section, some are in the rubbish dump section, and now we've come to the lake, the lake of fire. Are you still there? Yeah. And that's the final destination. That's the sixth hell. And the devil that deceived them, yes. Revelation 20 verse 10, the devil that did what deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brings to where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night. And I saw a great white throne. No place was found for them. And another book was opened that the dead were judged out of those things and the sea gave up the, their dead. And death and hell delivered and Hades delivered the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man. Are you getting it? Yes. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, so they were transferred. So there's a transfer. So, you know, I remember one of my mother's friends was in prison. Uh, the husband was in prison. I think he was involved in a coup. So, you know, the, the wife used to go and visit the husband. And then at first he was kept in a, a Accra, then after some time, this, so that the wife was now going to uh, in Sawam. Then at a point when they were doing the case, then he was transferred somewhere outside Accra. You know, so people who are in prison, they they move them around, especially for security uh, reasons. And so, you there are transfers. So sometimes they're like, okay, now your case is determined. Ooh. and it's like you have to go somewhere to this permanent place. May you never go there. And so, ladies and gentlemen, whether you believe it or not, Jesus Christ died for us. And that's what, when you read that simple verse, God so loved the world. Friends, let's take it with all our heart that this is the only message that is important. That's what's important in this world. It's just a matter of time. And we'll find out for ourselves that it's true. And, we are, and the whole world is going to find out in great shock that it is true. Those who say there's nothing like God. There's nothing like this. Don't mind them. They are whatever. This and that. You know, the simplicity of the gospel. You know, you can imagine the simple poor man who was outside the gates of Lazarus, uh, of the rich man. You know, he believed. that the rich man, he would say, oh, there's a heaven and hell. So, you know, there are pros and cons. There's no pros and cons in about heaven, no. It's not about discussion. You know, the gospel is packaged in simplicity. Those who cannot accept the package of simplicity, unfortunately, lose out because it's packaged in the simplest package. So when you look at the package, it's so simple, it can't be true. It's too simple. This cannot be the only reason why you live your whole life is to tell people that God so loved the world that he gave you. So that's the only reason I'm alive. Is to tell people that God so loved the world that He gave His own. Ah, it's too simple. I mean, what, we need something practical. We need something useful. We need something helpful. We need something whatever. We need. We need. 
But you see, that's the gospel. It's packaged in simplicity for those who have a heart to receive. And as many as believed, and as many as received, he gave them power to become sons of God. And that's why, that's why we say that he went to hell for us. There's a song like that. I mean, he descended into hell for us. He came out that we don't have to go there. So when you die, when you receive Jesus, he, 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 he washes away your sins. And now your tickets are changed. Everything about your passes, your tickets, you get your pass. I mean, to, drive, to move around during this corona pandemic, I need a pass on my car. So I, my pass is everything. I have my pass to be able to drive through the city. Yeah. It's like you need your passes, your tickets, everything, where it is going. And that's why when you get on a plane, they'll say, this is a flight to so-and-so. Because you can get on the wrong plane. And then they'll, they'll keep on telling, please, this plane is going here. You know, because you can easily go on the wrong plane. And so your tickets, everything are changed to heaven, change heaven, stamp heaven, corrected. When the blood of Jesus washes you from your sin, your wickedness, your mistakes. Hey, this wonderful saving blood, which can wash wild sins. Sometimes you wonder, have you ever had a stain? You wonder, this one cannot go. This one cannot be washed. Yes, it's over. It's finished. But this blood eh, is so powerful. It's flowing from Calvary today. And it's amazing. You know, we human beings find it difficult to forgive people when we are wronged. But Jesus said, like Peter was trying to be like, clever again. You know, he was too clever at the point. That's why he betrayed Jesus. Yeah, he should have, sometimes sometime he should have kept quiet. But anyway, he came again. So how many times should we forgive? Can you tell us, is it three times or four times? Three times or four times? Just give me the number. Is it three times, four times, or five times? And Jesus gave him 70 times seven. What? How much is that? 490 times. And you now, you get tired of counting by the time you get to 200 times. You lose count of the things you must forgive. Because it's like it's too much and too long and too laborious to even record. It's like you even tell them, you know, just continue doing what you are doing. <laughs> Play on. Yes. Jesus' blood, so powerful, so powerful that it can save you, save me, save the whole world. There is no better news. That's why it's called good news. You know, good news Bible, good news club, the good news, the gospel. Gospel means good news. Good news that what? Like your hopeless situation, eh? It has been, something has taken place and an arrangement has been made for you. Hey. Did you hear what I said? I said your hopeless situation, oh, an arrangement has been made. There has been a meeting there. Some arrangements have taken place and your case has been changed. The documents have been changed. The papers have been changed. They brought in some new uh, letters and some new documentation and everything has been changed. Stamp. Here's the new documents. Hey, this is what Jesus has done. Why don't you clap for Jesus, the Savior of the world? Jesus, Savior of the world. This is what He's done for us with His blood. And He paid a very high price. Very high price. Yeah, He came to suffer the opposite of what He should have. 
That's what the Bible says, the contradiction of sinners. It's contrary to what you should experience. You know, sometimes many people say, why am I going through this? I don't deserve this. Huh? I came into this marriage with a good mind and a good heart. Ah, I'm full of love. Why am I experiencing all this? Why am I going through? I gave my all. Hey, why do you experience the injustice? Jesus, Bible, the song we sang, suffering injustice. Like, it's not just. It's not fair. It shouldn't be. Not to you. Not in your case. But Jesus came and like the opposite. He loved, he healed, he preached, he loved, he cared. He said, bring the children. He prayed for the children. When they were choosing somebody to, to release, eh, he stood there and they said, no, we don't like him. And he raised Lazarus from the dead. He said, heal the blind man. Heal this, did this. He said, no, 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 this man, never. Why is that Barabarabas? We prefer Barabarabas. Hey, the arm robber, the killer. That is not possible, but that's what happened. And the people said, oh, let his blood be on our head. Hey. We should have even been quiet. Yes, swearing falsely. <laughs> you know, but this is what Jesus did for us. And it's like, Jesus knows the places. He knows Gehenna. He has walked, he knows what is, the rubbish dump, the dead animals, creatures, he knows the abyss. Abusos. He spoke about his revelation. He said the key to the, the key to the bottom. He knows all those places. He knows the Tataros. These wild angels who have been bound in everlasting chains. He knows Hades. He knows the paradise. He knows all these places. The lake of fire. And he looked at us and he said, I will go. I will go. And why would we not go on a mission? Think about, why will you not go on a mission? Why will you not go to Paraguay? Why will you not go to a country? Why will you not go to Nigeria? Why will you not go where God will send you? What will you keep yourself for? When he gave his everything, he gave his all. And we have thousand reasons and so many things to say. It's, it's a bit funny. It's really funny and very offensive. Yes, as we keep calculating with our lives, our short lives. And here we are. All the things we trusted in are failing right before our eyes. And Jesus is just saying, give yourself to me. And that's what I want to do, to live for him and to serve him. And I want to encourage everybody watching, because most of us watching are believers, that there is a reason why we are alive. And this is the reason. This is, this is the reason. God so loved the world that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, that anybody, just believe, just believe. You don't even have to go to school. Just believe in him. You will not perish. That means to be destroyed fully in any of these six hells that I've told you about. You see, you are surprised. You know, there were lakes, there were paradise, there were pits, there were rubbish dumps, there were different sectors. Just no hell, just no fire. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, let's give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Yes. Let's give ourselves. Let's, let's do all that we can to spread the word of Jesus Christ. Because if you work with all your heart from now till you are 60 years old or now till you are 70 years, you will see that you've not done much. Yes, you'll see that your work is very small. How much more if you don't give yourself? So let's give ourselves. And let's, let's believe in this simple gospel. I, I'm standing here as a testimony that this simple gospel is real.
is real. Yes, Christians make mistakes. We, we put on ourselves. We do bad things, whatever. But the gospel is still real. We are still saved by this same blood. There is nothing but the blood of Jesus that we need, and that saves us, and that helps us. And so as we go forward in this new year, that begins from this Good Friday. And I believe that we are going to come out of this pandemic stronger, stronger, more resolved to do all that we can to the very end of our existence, to preach the last gospel to the last very end. Because this pandemic, I tell you, is a big signal in the world of the end of certain things. Yes, it may be the signal of the end of the world. It may be. It may be the beginning. Look, even those who claim that they predicted it, what have we done with the prediction? Yes. This is it. This is it. You don't even know. And we, people, we didn't know. There are so many plans and programs for the year. We're going here, we're going here, we're going here. Is that how they say it? There's no program. Is that how they say it? Yes. Where's your program? You are going nowhere. You are sitting down there. Hey. Lockdown. Not only here, everywhere. Maybe they want to lock us down for three months, but they are not saying it. It's just every week they say one more week. One more week, one more week, one more week. Maybe, it's, maybe the lockdown is up to June or July. <laughs> so, brothers and sisters, let's give ourselves. Let's give ourselves what? To this glorious mission unreservedly. Let's give our hearts. Let's give our all. And when our time is up, we'll be glad. And I tell you, the devil is very wild. He's blindfolded the world and said, keep going, keep going, keep going. And suddenly, pow! Then you realize. And you realize that you are a millionaire. But now you are in hell. You are in either in, uh, uh, what is it, Gehenna. I, I find Gehenna quite a very, uh, some way place. The one with the rubbish dumps and the, uh, the, the animals and the fires. And a lot of religious people there. Like you have priests and other false pastors. Hey! I find Gehenna quite, and I find the abyss also very some way. Don't you find it some way? It's like very deep, bottomless. It doesn't end. A pit without a bottom. Yeah, swallow and you'll be descending and 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 descending. It's never ending. It's getting darker and darker and darker and darker. Ah! So, brothers and sisters, God is blessing us Amen. with an opportunity Amen. to take this simple gospel, the simplicity. Please, don't let Satan beguile you from the simplicity that is in Jesus Christ. This is the gospel, simple and pure. My message today is John three sixteen. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes should not perish but have everlasting, eternal life. I'll see you in eternity, Amen. because of this blood, this amazing, precious blood, you'll be there. Your name will be written there. Your documents are being changed, and everything is being changed because of this blood of Jesus. I want us to stand everywhere, and we pray. Where you are, stand, please. If you are there, stand. If you are there, stand. Stand, and let's pray. If you want to give your life to Jesus... Everywhere, anyone watching, you know, you may be watching in your room privately and they are saying to yourself, I, I just don't know, I hope your name is written in the book of life. Bible says, whosoever's name was not written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. And today, 
as we, at this Independence Square. Thousands of people are watching in many different ways, wherever you are. This is your opportunity to open your heart and pray with me. Pray in the privacy of your home. Pray wherever you are in this pandemic. Give your heart to Jesus. Say, Jesus, if you want to give your life, and everyone, let's all join in. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Save my soul. I'm a sinner. Full of sins. Full of evil. Have mercy on me. I've done many bad things. Cleanse me, Lord, from my sins. Wash me with this blood, the blood of Jesus. Take away my sins with the blood of Jesus. I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for saving me. Please write my name in the book of life from today. I give my soul, my heart, my mind, my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and saving my life from hell, from Hades, from Gehenna, from the, the pit, from the lake of fire. Thank you for saving me today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Now, every believer with me, lift your two hands. And surrender yourself to the preaching of this gospel. Tell God, Lord, I dedicate myself one more time to preach about this great escape. To give myself passionately. To give myself zealously. To help the effort. To spread the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to every possible place that I could. Jesus, we give ourselves to you today. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we dedicate ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Take our lives. Take our moments. Take our days. And let us be glorious before you. Let us be obedient before you. Let us be humble before you and simple. And believe in this wonderful love of God through Jesus Christ that is written about in John chapter 3 and verse 16 that God so loved the whole world that he gave his only son to save us from perishing in the abyss, in the pit in hell, in Sheol, in Hades in the paradise in any of these places the lake of fire thank you Jesus for saving us and we dedicate ourselves to you fervently from today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, give me a new heart. A new heart for souls. A new heart for churches. A new heart for the great commission. Thank you for this new heart. Thank you for blessing me to be among those who can proclaim your word in this last day and this last season. Now everyone lift your two hands and ask God to send you to the ends of the world every nation. We are only in 94 countries, but our vision is to be in 190 countries and territories. Lift your hand and say, Lord, there are 190 countries and territories 
that are right before us let us go to these 190 countries every nation there must be a church whether it's UD, First Love, anything we must be found there Father we pray that the remaining 90 countries you send us now and quickly use us send laborers send workers send people who love you Lord touch the hearts of people to be practical to be realistic to be honest to be truthful to go to the ends of the world thank you for the vision for all nations that it will be fulfilled I pray for all the churches for everybody that is listening that you anoint everyone Lord end of our days that we will be passionately proclaiming and telling the world about the Savior Jesus Christ God's only son God's only begotten son who came to this world and lived for 33 years and died on the cross and shed his blood on the cross to save the world he was betrayed ah but he died for them for human beings for wicked men for liars for thieves for adulterers and fornicators he died for wicked men blasphemers lord like all of us thank you help us to tell the world help us to preach your word help us to be filled and possessed with obedience lord let help us to learn obedience to you to follow you even though we can't see but to trust in you and bless the church lord as we follow this passionate plan of yours lord this purpose divine purpose grant your church to be blessed and the people to be blessed lord let us lack nothing lord as we serve you in 190 countries lord in 25,000 churches in thousands of pastors and laborers lord thank you bless all the people that are gloriously giving themselves to this great work to be fruitful in this last day i pray for your blessing and your help by supernatural angels being sent from heaven lord bless and anoint your little ones and your big ones and the older ones and everyone the boys and the girls the women lord the men lord anoint us lord help us to be mouthpieces help us to be prophets help us to be evangelists help us to be speakers lord who speak your words lord shamelessly in this generation thank you for raising up a new generation of young people who want to do your will who want to go anywhere pay any price at any cost lord to talk about you jesus the savior of the world lord we lift our hands to say we love you lord we will love you lord we will we will be with you lord we will be close to you by hearing your will hearing your word and obeying you and obeying your great commission lord doing what you want lord doing what you feel that we should do lord doing your heart's desire help us not to deviate from you help us not to step aside help us not to go to the left or the right help us not to be be shy of this simple gospel help us to be confident as we stand we are not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ help us not to be ashamed of you lord in this wicked and sinful generation help us to stand for you and stand for the light of the gospel lord i thank you that you bless lord everyone that gives himself to serve you ah, with all our heart for the abundance of all things thank you that there shall be no needs and no lack lord your servants are ready lord your army is ready to go to the ends of the earth i bless your children lord 
everyone that puts his finger or puts his penny into this work Lord into this great harvest field remember from heaven with a supernatural divine protection and preservation grant oh God divine supplies from heaven grant divine assistance Lord in supernatural ways Lord be present with them Lord in the day of evil grant them divine escapes and divine exemptions Lord from wickedness from devils from demonic conspiracies and meetings that are designed to destroy them in the name of Jesus thank you for your great help supernatural blessing upon your church Lord as we take up this glorious mission to be preachers to be teachers to accept to be pastors to accept to look after 10 people and 5 people and 50 people and 100 people all over the world in every corner we dedicate ourselves to love you Lord Jesus you said to Peter do you love me do you like me do you love me if you love me feed my sheep Father, we thank you as we dedicate ourselves to love you and to feed the people that you've given to us all over the world. Raise up 25,000 and more churches, Lord, and buildings, Lord, and evangelists, and pastors, and bishops, Lord, and leaders, Lord. Let Otalge Sumuramandelebede us never be tired of this work. Let us never be ashamed of it, Lord. Let us always give ourselves to please you and to love you, Lord. Guide us, Lord, to you. Guide us to you, Lord. Guide us to you that we may seek you first and only and above everything and every other person. We thank you. Forgive us, Lord, for whatever we have done that is a deviation, that is a sidetracking from the main thing and from what you have called us to do. Forgive us for our mistakes, Lord. Forgive us for the people that have gone to hell because we didn't speak and because we didn't preach and because we didn't say and because we didn't give and because we didn't help. Oh, forgive us for stealing, Lord, and lying, Lord, and doing evil in the church, Lord. For cleanse us, friend, cleanse our hands from the blood of men, Lord, whose lives we are responsible for. We pray for mercy and grace, Lord, to be upon us as we take up this glorious mission unreservedly in this next phase. Thank you, I pray, Lord, concerning this pandemic, that as this pandemic ends, we call it ended. We say that as it ends... And as it comes to a conclusion, and we are set free to serve you again, Lord. We promise you, Lord, that we shall serve you, Lord, with all our hearts. There will be no more excuses. There will be no more making up stories. There will be no more lies, Lord. There will be no more pretense. There will be no more hypocrisy. There will be no more falsehood in the church, Lord. Deliver us from this falsehood, Lord. Grant us the grace to serve you, to go all the way, to go all out. To do what you want lord and to be called lovers of god and we thank you as we lift our hands lord at this time we say that i have not seen and ears have not heard and it has not entered into the hearts of men the things you have prepared for those who love you thank you that we shall be counted and called among those who love you and those who serve you among the god lovers of this generation lord our hearts are fixed on you our eyes are seeking you our hearts are seeking you which are seek you to the end thank you father for the blessing that you give to all that are part of this great prophetic family in the mighty name of jesus amen
right. Hallelujah. Now, we are going to pray and have a communion. And I believe everyone, everywhere, take your communion. Take your bread. Take your bread. Take your wine. This is the great communion of the Good Friday. said to Moses yet will I bring one more plague one more plague upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt and afterwards he will let you go hence and when he shall let you go he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether whatever has kept you in obscurity in Egypt and kept you in there unseen, unknown unheard of unimportant a slave is letting you go today as you partake of this every strong demonic force 
like Pharaoh. You are walking away from it. I, anybody who is part of a demonic trap, Pharaoh represents Satan, keeping the people of God indoors. You can't go. Whatever represents a trap, a strong holding force is letting you go today in the name of Jesus Christ. You are free from long-standing problems. 430 years by this communion, I declare that any long-standing problem is ending this Good Friday in the name of Jesus Christ. Your long-awaited release has come in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare total deliverance, total rescue by this. Father, we thank you as we lift up the bread. We say that whatever it represents, freedom! The lamb was slain and the people of God were going free. I thank you that I am going free. And I thank you that anyone who is part of this communion today is going free from long-standing problems and demonic powers and forces that have held you for a long time. In Kenya, you are free. In Uganda, you are free. In Ghana, in any place you are, by the blood and the body of Jesus Christ. Lift up the body of Jesus. The body of Jesus Christ. Amen. stretched his hand toward heaven after they took the communion and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days and they saw not one another (laughs) neither rose any from his place for three days but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings and Pharaoh called to Moses and said, go, go, go ye and serve the Lord. (laughs) Only let your flocks and your heads be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. You will be called for to be set free from every long-standing curse and bondage over your life. As we take this, whatever has not allowed you to be freely let go is being broken by the blood of the Passover Father I thank you for the answer has come whatever couldn't work we thank you that the blood is working we receive life we receive healing we receive your blessing we receive good news as we receive the blood may all your mistakes up to 2020 be washed away 
by this precious blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, the blood of Jesus. your hands Father we thank you for the blessing that we receive as the children of Israel walked out of Egypt with silver with gold they didn't go empty I pray and bless and declare all across your children are going out of this pandemic full and not empty let this mystery apply to all that are part of this holy communion in the name of Jesus rather than becoming empty be filled by supernatural provisions from above in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, receive your blessing and receive your great deliverance. Whatever represents a marital spell in your life, I command that it be broken over your marriage. Whatever constitutes sadness, worry, concerns, problems, may you be set free in every relationship difficulty in your life. I prophesy good news is coming to you. Receive this Passover blessing. Let all the evils that came by inheritance to you through your parents your parents' marriages and curses that have come to you because of your parents' sins. Let those generational curses be broken now in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy to those that cannot marry for various reasons, let an answer come forth now. Begin to escape the marital spells that are over your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, concerning your healing, I'm praying for healing now, everywhere. Father, let there be healing. We ask for miracle healing for everyone that is watching. Place your hand wherever your sickness is. Put your hand wherever your diseases, your pains are being taken away by Jesus and by the blood of the Lamb. Father, I thank you that good news is in store for everyone under this prayer. Good news is in store. No negative verdict on our health will be declared over our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you. I prophesy crossing of 70 with ease. We declare it boldly. We declare healing and long life to be the portion of everyone that is part of this prophetic family in the mighty name of Jesus.
whatever represents a long-standing chronic long-standing disease is healed today in the name of Jesus Christ I prophesy against it and I say go 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 in Jesus name anyone that is destined for a coffin destined to have your funeral this year in Jesus name I cancel that appointment the appointment to death is cancelled in Jesus name receive life and long life as long as you are alive you will die but not from not from coronavirus in the name of Jesus Christ may you completely escape divinely every plague and pestilence that is upon the earth today in the form of COVID-19 in Jesus name I pray I pray for your healing I pray for your restoration I pray for your recovery I pray for chronic things to be destroyed from your life I pray for long-standing problems to go down to go away to dissolve to be removed in the name of Jesus receive your healing is the name is Jehovah Rophi is the Lord that healed thee whatever problem is in your house what the demon has occupied your home I rebuke the house demon I rebuke the, I rebuke the dwelling place devil I say I bind you now go out in the name of Jesus go out in the name of Jesus I pray for your children Manaka, to be restored whatever plague is coming to your house through your children I break it I bind it I curse it I say children be free children be free be free from the curse I prophesy good news your seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Your seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Your seed shall be high flyers. Your seed shall do well. Your seed shall bring you good news. Your seed shall bring you joy. You shall see photographs of your seed and be glad. For the Lord shall bless your seed and bless your children. They shall be mighty upon the earth in the name of Jesus. Now I prophesy over your service to the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47 because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness for the abundance of all things beginning from today and throughout this year you will serve the Lord your God with joyfulness for the abundance of all things everything you need you will receive as you serve the Lord I prophesy against the spirit of poverty and lack and want of all things I say be free from lack, from want, from difficulty, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you for the blessing that is upon everyone that is watching and that is part of this great prayer. Now, I want everyone to lift your hands. May the Lord bless you and the Lord carry you forth. May you live to a good old age May your bones be moist. May, your, may you not dry up. When everyone is drying up, you'll be flourishing. When everyone is shriveling away, you'll be getting bigger and stronger. When things are going down, you'll be standing like Joseph and sharing seed and bread. And you'll be employing people when people have lost their jobs. Lord bless you with the wisdom of Joseph 
that even as Joseph became a national hero and the wisest man of Egypt, may the wisdom of God be your portion. And may you survive every crisis with an upper hand and survive to tell the story to your children. May you be filled with God's wisdom to speak God's word to many that come after you. Be a wise woman. Be a wise man. Receive wisdom at a young age. Be filled with wisdom, the wisdom of the ancients and become one of the best leaders of your time. Whatever you lack from your family, whatever you couldn't get from your genes and whatever you couldn't get from your heritage on this earth, may God supply it to you supernaturally. May it be added unto you and added unto your children. May you overcome in the land where you are dwelling. May you have the upper hand. Whatever powers are scattered in the countries and cities where you live, may you stand up and shine and become a shining star. May you be a city set on a hill that cannot be hid because of your blessing and your prosperity that God gives to you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord make his face to shine on you. May the Lord make you to be liked by many people and chosen by people and forgiven by people. For the grace of God is upon you as you favor his stones. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.